Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, welcome to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. Uh, my name is Steve Durr, and I will be your host this month. And I am joined by the two most wonderful women in the world um, this uh, this week. I am joined by my lovely wife and my lovely daughter. And so in a minute, they'll introduce us, uh, introduce themselves, but I'm excited that they're here. Um, we are going to continue in our reading of John. Uh, we're going to finish up John chapter 9 um, and then do some John, uh, John 10 and John 11 for this week. So uh, we're just excited to continue the story that we've been reading over the past couple months as a uh, faith community. So before, without any further ado, uh, would you ladies be willing to introduce yourselves? Yeah. Do you want to go first or do you want me to? Go for it. Okay. Um, well, hello. Um, I am Lori. Um, so a little bit about me, I guess. Um, I'm a senior in high school, so still working hard through that. Um, I am involved in theater and band and music and all that stuff. I'm a music stop. Our whole family is a music stop. Except for anyway, me. Yeah, except for that. Um, anyway, but um, but yeah, I spend my time all of my time at like theater and band stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. And what are you going to hopefully be doing next year? Oh, wait. Going to college, oh, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, college. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, going to college. I don't know where yet, but um, been applying and so far got into two colleges. So still and, waiting on the other two. And you want to study? Elementary ed. Elementary ed. Yes. Just like her old man. <laughs> yes. So You're, pro- yeah. Yeah, I was elementary ed. In yeah, that, yeah. And middle school, and but, middle school but, but yeah, technically elementary. So Yes. All right. Wonderful. Thank you for introducing yourself. And this yes. is your not your first time on the podcast. It's my second time. Second time. All yes. right. And over here to my left, your right. Hi, everybody. I'm Jackie. And um, I am, well, obviously, like Steve said, I'm his wife. And I'm a mom to Lori and her three older brothers. Um, I also have a private practice um, doing counseling. I do therapy for mostly kids and teenagers and love what I do. And I've been on the podcast a couple times before. I think this is my third time. And glad to be here. Awesome. Well, thank you both for joining me. I'm excited to have you guys. Last time, Lori, it was your grandmother that was Mm -hmm. with us. Now it's your mother. So Mm -hmm. um, so probably about 15, 20 years, we can come back and have your daughter with us on the podcast. Yeah, maybe. maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Time will tell. Uh, time will tell. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, thank you. Uh, we are going to, like I said, read John. We're going to pick up where um, Tom and his guests stopped last week, John 9. They read John 9, 1 through 12. We're going to pick up at verse 13. But just to kind of set the scene, um, the John 9 starts out with a story of a man who had been born blind. Um, and Jesus healed him. And in that story, people were asking Jesus or a man, who, who sinned? Was it the man who sinned, and that's why he's blind? Or was it his parents that sinned, and that's why he was blind? Um, and Jesus said, well, it was neither. Um, it was, this man was blind from birth so that the power of God could be seen in him. Um, and so they, he was healed. Um, and then um, at the end of that section, um, his friends asked where Jesus was, and the man didn't know. And so they went to try to find Jesus. 
And we pick up there, verse 13, um, and Jack is going to read for us. Here we go. Then they took the man who had been blind to the Pharisees, because it was on the Sabbath that Jesus had made the mud and healed him. The Pharisees asked the man all about it. So he told them, He put the mud over my eyes, and when I washed it away, I could see. Some of the Pharisees said, This man Jesus is not from God, for he is working on the Sabbath. Others said, But how could an ordinary sinner do such miraculous signs? So there was a deep division of opinion among them. Then the Pharisees again questioned the man who had been blind and demanded, What's your opinion about this man who healed you? The man replied, I think he must be a prophet. The Jewish leaders still refused to believe the man had been blind and could now see. So they called in his parents. They asked them, Is this your son? Was he born blind? If so, how can he now see? His parents replied, We know this is our son and that he was born blind, but we don't know how he can see or who healed him. Ask him. He's old enough to speak for himself. His parents said this because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders who would announce that anyone saying Jesus was the Messiah would be expelled from the synagogue. That's why they said, he's old enough, ask him. So for the second time, they called in the man who had been blind and told him, God should get the glory for this because we know this man Jesus is a sinner. I don't know whether he is a sinner, the man replied, but I know this. I was blind and now I can see. But what did he do? They asked, how did he heal you? Look, the man exclaimed, I told you once, didn't you listen? Why do you want to hear it again? Do you want to become his disciples too? Then they cursed him and said, you are his disciple, but we are disciples of Moses. We know God spoke to Moses, but we don't even know where this man comes from. Why, that's very strange, the man replied. He healed my eyes, and yet you don't know where he comes from? We know that God doesn't listen to sinners, but he is ready to hear those who worship him and do his will. Ever since the world began, no one has been able to open the eyes of someone born blind. If this man were not from God, he couldn't have done it. You were born a total sinner, they answered. Are you trying to teach us? And they threw him out of the synagogue. All right. Thank you for reading that. All right, Lori, you're on deck. What did Kay. you hear about um, or learn about God in this passage? Um, or what kind of jumped out to you as you worked through this? Um, just that God is a healer. Like, no matter what or who, um, God will always heal and save. Um, even the sinners, he loves everyone no matter what. Um, and will do anything to show he loves and cares for everyone. Right. Yeah. Good. And what about you, Jackie? Yeah, that's what jumped out at me, too, just that Jesus is a healer, that many were doubting and questioning him, but, but he did the healing. And he did it on the Sabbath, mm-hmm. um, that he just had a different view of what was right or what was okay. Um, that this Sabbath work that he did was good. Yeah. And that's been kind of a reoccurring theme, at least in the weeks I've been doing the podcast. Um, as we work through John, there's been a lot of um, a lot of times where Jesus has done some healing on the Sabbath, and the Pharisees um, are mad at him and trying to um, catch him in that. And, and just, again, it shows us that Jesus is... Um, his plan for healing um, is what's most important to him, not necessarily following the Sabbath law. It's for him, restoration and healing is more important than that. And this is just one more example where he's doing what this father has has called him to do, not what the law says he should do. What else? What else did you guys, anything else you found about um, Jesus in this passage? I think what 
jumped out at me more was what this passage says about humans okay. um, mm-hmm. because yeah. there was so much talking about the humans in this. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I thought it was interesting just to kind of to observe how humans like to have answers. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like we just, we want to understand how and why things happen. Um, yeah, like the Pharisees discussed it with each other first, then they investigated him, they investigated his parents, and they investigated him again, and they just kept digging for answers because they just wanted to understand it didn't make sense mm-hmm. yeah. to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you want to add to that, Lori, or anything else you learned about humans from us? Um, just that, like, no matter what, there will be sinners in the world, and there will be doubters, and like, because we're surrounded by them every day. Um, but, like, kind of like bleeding into the next question like if this is god's word for me today how will i obey it like we need to stay true to our faith and use that to bring others out of doubt and to um and sin to faith so yeah i like how you but you talked about bringing others and i think that's Mm -hmm. gonna be a theme that comes up with some of our later passages Mm -hmm. too um yeah i thought i'm glad jackie said that there wasn't a lot not that it wasn't a lot about who god was but this was more about people because um Jesus is is absent in this part of the story. Mm -hmm. Um, So the first 12 verses that uh, we read last week, it was Jesus doing his work. He he did the healing, and then he left. Um, They even said, where where is he now? And in this section, and then we'll follow up with it tomorrow, Jesus is, is gone. He's not a part of the story. And so really, we have this healing, and now we have a debate. Who is Jesus? What? What do we make of this? And I kind of saw there was really three responses. Um, first of all, the blind man, his response was one of faith. One of faith. Um, he said, I'm, he must be a prophet because I'm healed. Um, and when they question him again, he says, I don't know if he's a sinner or not. All I know is I was blind. Now I can see. So I was this way. Jesus showed up. And now I'm this way. So he definitely had a response of faith versus the Pharisees who are still trying. To, they don't accept Jesus's. Um, claims that he's the son of God um, and they're finding more ways to try to trap him and they don't get what they want from the man so they go to his parents and then they go back to the man um, and they even end the passage saying um, you are a total sinner are you trying to teach us so they have that kind of an arrogant approach to what Jesus is doing um, and you you can't be from God you must be a sinner and then the most interesting I think is when he talks to the parents um, they kind of like throw their son under the bus yeah, um, or under the camel. I don't think they have buses back then, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but they they said, well, uh, he's old enough. Go ask him Um, because they knew that if they said Jesus was Messiah, they'd be thrown out. So there's that. They responded to what Jesus did out of fear um, or tried to ignore what Jesus did or pass the Mm -hmm. buck off to somebody else. So, yeah, fear was definitely something that I noticed in, in them, yeah. and I think in in the Pharisees too. Like it's, I, I think when when we don't understand something and we can't figure it out, it can cause us to be really scared. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what this is. I don't know what it means. Mm-hmm. I'm scared of it. I need to make it go away, um, or I don't want to have anything to do with it. Yeah. So, um, uh, Lori already kind of shared her takeaway from this, um, as far as what do we do now? What Jackie? Did you have any thoughts? Yeah, just um, that it's okay to not understand everything um, because as humans, we aren't going to understand everything. Our brains just, we can't, we can't take it all. We can't understand it the way that God understands it. So just knowing that that God knows, that God understands that that needs to be enough. Um, 
and holding on to that when things don't make sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, we don't need to focus on the theology of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, we just focus on his healing, his redemption. Like, you know, the, the man said, I was blind, and now I'm not. I, I don't know about anything else. And so that just gives us that, that assurance that we don't have to figure everything out. Um, we just trust that God is who he says he is, and we, we um, look at his evidence, and we accept him for, for that. So, yeah. well, before we wrap up, any last-minute thoughts? I just love the line, I was blind, but now I see. Like, yeah, yeah. I, me too. That jumped out at me several different times as I read it. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, you know, you think of the Amazing Grace hymn. Um, but, yeah, just imagining what it was like for for him to say that, you know, to have been blind and say, yeah, I was blind, but I could see now. Um, yeah. Good. Yeah. That was all. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Um, hopefully you um, heard the Spirit talking to you, th- either through what we shared or through your own study of this. But just uh, remember, we have a God who loves us and heals us, um, even though we don't deserve it. So just uh, in, in your day, go, trust Jesus and just follow him, not because of uh, any deep th- theology, but just because of who Jesus is. Thanks, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.